0: It's me, it's TRG, the Rambling Gambler. It's so hard to keep this smile from my face. I'm losing control. I'm all over the place. Clowns to the left of me, Jokers to the right. Here I am, and here you are. Welcome to episode 87 of our Casino Combat podcast. As always, I am being recorded live from the luxurious Casino Combat studio in parts unknown. Our mission statement is really pretty simple gamblers helping other gamblers be better at gambling. And I'm going to attempt to do exactly that today day right after this ladies and gentlemen non-binary persons the lion the witch and the wardrobe do not gamble with money you cannot afford to lose do not gamble with money you need to pay your bills my past performances are not indicative of anyone's future results including my own if you have a gambling problem contact your local problem gambling hotline if you do not know your local problem gambling hotline number send an email to help at casinocombat.com we will find that number for you and make it available to you everything i'm going to share with you in this podcast is based in facts names and dates have been altered to protect the innocent and the guilty minor items unrelated to the outcomes may be omitted in the interest of brevity and clarity all right here we go let's start with some information from the squad And then I'll give you the battle plan for this episode. First up, squad resources. We have completely redone the casinocombat.com website. Combat is spelled with a K, of course. We have integrated Fred into the website, so you do not need to send emails or codes. If you want to see all the materials we have available, slot strategies, ECEs, excellent flow charts, and a variety of other items, they are there in the Fred section for you to be able to download. We have all our social media links at the top of the webpage as well. If you need anything at all from... Us That is the place to start. Next, squad communications. Billy with the great last name has created a Facebook group called Casino Combat Squad. It's a place for listeners to share information, result, tips, tricks, ask questions, interact with the group. You will probably not find Guardian and the Jet there. Maybe, hopefully, but... I doubt it. You will find Inner Circle member Virginia casino player Doug there. He's been posting pictures of his future home casino as it's being built. Please become a member. Join the squad on Facebook. Interact with everybody. The bigger the group grows, the better we will all get. Finally. Squad results. Inner Circle member Equine Ensign, ninth to the ring, just got back from Las Vegas, sent me an email. Here is his report. And obviously, you will probably get some interjections, comments, and commentary from me as we go through this. And he says, Hey, TRG, I hope you're doing well. First, thank you for the app, it worked great. I figured I'd give you a little rundown on the trip. I was there for four days and I gambled for three of them. The fourth day, my group rented two cabanas for the day and we spent the day there. So no time for gambling because after that, I had about an hour to get ready and get to the airport to fly home. So here are my results. Overall, cash money I won was 3.83 days pay. 2.67 of that was from table games, baccarat craps, and a little roulette. He had eight winning Baccarat tables and three losing ones, three winning craps tables and two losing ones, and one winning roulette table and one losing roulette table. He won 0.96 days pay from slot machines playing TRG slot strategy El Numero Dos. That's excellent. A day's pay, nearly a day's pay from slot play using a system that should not be a thing and should not work. That's excellent. He had 0.2 days pay from free slot play using TRG slot strategy one. And he does mention that this is also how he's always played free slot play. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's not like it was rocket science. Uh, some people aren't aware of how to do it. A lot of people don't understand how it works, but once you do, it's pretty simple. And a lot of people have figured out the same thing. I'm sure this is confirmation of that. He mentions, I had 0.23 days free slot play to you. So 0.23 days, 1.2 days money. That's a pretty good win ratio. E squared continues. I received 7.17 days pay in comps and gift cards worth 0.33 days pay. I spent 3.43 days pay. So overall, I came home with 0.39, eh, 40%, 40%, almost half a day's pay. He says, my goal, that's my comments there. He continues, my goal was to win enough to cover all my expenses and come home up a little, goal achieved. And boy, absolutely. Total benefit from gambling was 8.11 days pay over four days. Not too shabby, yeah, not too shabby indeed. Uh, two days pay in in uh, value, whether it's free stuff, comps, gifts, or cash, Two of those per day, every day, for four days, and you took one day off from gambling? That is not too shabby at all. He says, I did not play any any blackjack like you, but I did play your crap strategy along with playing a cross when I threw the dice. I kept my bankrolls separate. One of the times, I did stay longer because a friend of mine was throwing, so I stayed in a little longer and won a few more times. Your strategy won four out of five times based on keeping those bank rolls separate. That's excellent. For some reason, I had some long rolls on the electronic craps tables versus regular craps tables. I think that's just probably random variation. That's my comment. He said, you earn no tier points on the electronic table games, ugh. And he's right. And it's frustrating, and generally I'm going to avoid those because tier credits should be better for craps than for other games. He has some other things, just some incidentals here. A question that I already answered for him. He says, looking forward to your next podcast, E Squared. Excellent, excellent. Those are solid results. Those are solid outcomes doing the same things we've talked about. And I'm always about covering expenses with winnings. That is the casino lifestyle, right? If you're good enough that you can take the free stuff, pay for the stuff you want, and win enough to cover all of it and come home with a little with a little more than you left with, you've done it right. Not a lot of people can go to Las Vegas and do that. Now, E-Squared mentioned that the app worked well. Um, I developed a process that allows me to make custom copies of my app for other people, not quickly and easily but it's not too time consuming it's not too difficult and that process keeps their records private and secure and apart from mine once the app is finished so here's here's some details now that i've got this sorted out if you are an inner circle member and would like a copy of my app as your own private copy for you to use send me an email and we will work out the details i'll let you know what you need to do to start the process and then i'll get you your own copy of the app. If you're not an Inner Circle member, I am doing one-on-one coaching calls at my consulting hourly rate, and included with that coaching call is your own version of the app. So that is an option as well. I'm also willing to sort out a reasonable fee for just a copy of the app if you are not interested in a a coaching call. If you feel like your game is solid, you don't need one-on-one discussions with me, you don't need to work things out that way, we will find a fee that seems reasonable to you if you're interested in a copy of the app. You are welcome to email me regarding any of those options. And I know I said Inner Circle, but Excelsior Brigade, some of our newer members, that, that offers for you as well. If you'd like a copy of the app, let me know. I'll tell you the details. We'll get a copy over to you and and get you going with that. So you are welcome to email me on any of those options. trg at casinocombat.com Spell Combat with a K of course. Those are our squad updates. The battle plan for today is pretty simple. I'm going to do a quick results segment and it's not going to be quick it's like three or four pages sitting here in front of me so it won't be quick but i'll make it as quickly quick as i can i don't have a lot of observations but i'm going to do the last two weeks of march and then the first day of april I am going to do a question segment and answer a question from Gwen313 that she emailed this week. From there, I have a very important core concept segment for you, and we will finish up with some time in the virtual VIP lounge to determine if March was a winning or losing month for Team TRG, and that should be interesting since I spent the first third of the month losing and doing nothing but losing. There we go. Simple, straightforward. Let's jump right into it. Let's get started with some results last episode we discussed a week of winning that finished with visiting five casinos in 28 hours to take advantage of various promotions we followed that with a family day on saturday and on sunday mrs trg and i went to our local casino used our parking comp to enjoy a comped brunch after picking up a set of mixing bowls, Mrs. TRG lost some money playing a slot and w- played her free bet at roulette and won her free wager. We then drove an hour and a half west to that hotel-less, my-choice property that's just you know kind of straight west of us, and we did that because Mrs. TRG had the largest free bet she's ever received available there. There was one a week, and she wanted to use as many of them as possible. I don't blame her. Half a day's pay is a very nice set of free bets. They actually divide it into three parts for you. I had a much smaller free bet and some cupcake pans. More baking stuff. We won money playing blackjack. We both won money playing a slot machine. A very fun day, a very profitable day. We finished with just over a day's pay in winnings. I started the week with so much real work that... Getting to a casino just was very, very difficult and didn't happen. So I actually took a couple days off from gambling. I was doing other things related to casinos, but I wasn't actually in a casino. Wednesday, I did stop at the slot parlor with the horse track to pick up a crock pot and some free slot play before going to my local casino to use my parking comp to get a free bet. The gift of free, tax-free, imaginary money, as well as some free slot play. I won money playing a slot machine, had a back-and-forth day playing blackjack. It took all three tiers of the Meta Martingale, but I did finish with a day's pay in profits before I left. And I do want to talk about one particular table kind of early in the process and kind of get you inside my process a little bit, share a little bit of this, and share my application of some of the casino wisdoms. They aren't just things I put out there. There are They are things that actually benefit me. So I'm playing alone with a dealer I really enjoy talking to. We have a lot of common interests. It's a slow, casual game. So it's just me and him talking and playing. And I'm winning. I'm doing fairly well. This was after a previous losing table. And the dealer goes on break and is replaced by Big Red. Now, Big Red is an Excellent dealer. She is very, very good at what she does. She is very proficient at running the game of blackjack at a blackjack table. She is also a dealer that I usually avoid because I usually lose when she is dealing. That's superstition. Mathematically, it doesn't matter who is dealing, and I know that, but I feel like I can't win when she is dealing. So there is no reason to deal with that set of feelings by sitting at her table. I try to keep as much emotion out of this as possible other than the very positive emotions and having that feeling that I always lose when she's the dealer. I always lose when she's the dealer. I just try to avoid that. But at the point where she comes in as the breaker, I'm winning. And so I told myself, just see how things go. Just just stick with it and see how things go, and I started losing. Then My favorite crazy uncle shows up. Not my uncle, just once again, that mental name that I give to some characters that I meet repeatedly that I don't know particularly well. I know his real name, but names and dates are changed to protect the innocent and the guilty, and in my mind, he is guilty. Let me tell you a bit about my favorite crazy uncle. Uh, FCU is an older gentleman who doesn't seem to speak any English. He wanders my local casino many, many days a week with a handful of chips and stops and watches tables, both Blackjack and Baccarat, and he'll watch for a few minutes, and then he will get into the game, play just a few hands, and then move on. And this may be a winning strategy for him. It really may be. I have no way of knowing. I have. I, I just see him wandering with chips, making a couple bets, and moving around. I find his process annoying, especially when I'm playing blackjack alone and he wants to hover over the game and then just at any random moment jump in and make a couple bets and jump out. I find that very annoying regardless of who's doing it. And maybe that's a me problem and maybe I need to work on myself, but that's full transparency and full honesty. What I normally do when FCU shows up is I just stop playing wait for him to finish his couple of hands, and then I get back into my game. Well, his first hand is a blackjack, and then his next hand is a a 10 that he doubles nicely to a 20, and he wins both hands, and he leaves. Those would have been my hands. I was the only one at the table. I got out to let him play. Those would have been my hands if he just had not chosen that moment to interrupt my game. Combine this with the fact that Big Red's now the dealer and that I'd lost a couple hands when she came in and I decided I needed to step away. I left the table. I went outside for some fresh air. Casino wisdom number 67 teaches us not to play in negative emotional situations and I decided that in this case, that wisdom needed to be applied. I was annoyed with who the dealer was. I have a history of not winning money with that dealer. I started losing Then FCU comes in and takes what would have been two good hands for me, and I'm annoyed. Let's go with annoyed. It all worked out. I came back in, found a different table, got to my full day's pay number, and exited the casino. Next day was Thursday. I had a room comp available at the MGM property, two and a half hours west and north. So I once again did the five casinos in 28 hours trip. It's a pretty easy route to run. It works with my wife's personal schedule. I don't miss much time with her. And the comps are very much worth the trip. If you don't recall, if you didn't listen to last week, this trip starts with a drive one and a half hours west to the My Choice property without the hotel. Same one we visited after brunch to start the week. I had free slot play. I actually won five times what I was given. Nice little win. I also had a free bet. I left the bill, played that on blackjack, played some blackjack. I left... Just a little more than an hour of my time and I'd won almost two days pay. Great start to this trip. But little did I know that this would be basically the last winning I would do on the trip. My next stop was an hour north to the My Choice property that's giving me the very large comp bets and the food comp on Friday. I tried the comp bet on the pass line at a craps-less, crap crapless craps table, say that five times fast, and lost. I lost a little of my own money as well. I also lost money playing a slot machine and lost money playing blackjack. After a late comp lunch, I headed over to my comp room at MGM. I played four different slot machines over the course of the evening and lost money on all of them. Talk about the reverse of what we just heard from Equine Ensign. Same strategy worked great for him. Same strategy worked poorly for me in this building. I lost money at the craps table. I lost money at most of the blackjack tables I played. I called it a night early. The next morning, I stopped back at the My Choice property for another comp bet before making the drive to my local casino to use a parking comp to pick up a free bet, win a few dollars in a slot machine, and lose money at a blackjack table. I finished the fifth casino, the slot parlor at the horse track, My free slot play was worth about one-sixth of a day's pay, and it generated $2.40. That's not an adjusted dollar amount. That's not adjusted to the $1 a day scale. $2.40 in cash. Not particularly good. At least the Fifth Casino paid me something instead of taking my money. At least I finished up with a small trivial win, so it didn't feel like all I had done was lose. It was not a very fun trip. Even with the win at the first casino, I lost almost three days pay on the trip. Sometimes you just take it on the chin and hopefully that also tells you that I'm giving you real results because it would make a lot more sense to just tell you how great everything was. Um, The next week, and that's why I want to give you two weeks at once here, the next week was basically the same thing again, only without the very busy work week. And I'll try not to make this repetitive. I will try to get through it very quickly. I gambled locally Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, then did the five casinos in 28 hours to finish the month and the week. Obviously, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, all my parking locally was comped. Monday, I received a free bet, some free slot play that I took instead of more bakeware. We do not need more bakeware after all the month gifts we've received the last couple months. Tuesday, I received free slot play. Wednesday, I received free slot play. Each day, I won more than a day's pay using TRG wagering system to always be grinding on a combination of blackjack and craps tables. On Wednesday, I also picked up a personal coffee maker and some free slot play at the slot parlor with the horse track. Thursday, right back on the road again, the same five casinos in 28 hours. I did the My Choice stop, the hour and a half west of our home. I lost money on both blackjack and on a slot machine that I played from there. It was north to the MGM property again for some free slot play. And I just cannot win playing slots in that building. I mean, I won some money on the free slot play, but two losing slot machines and a losing blackjack table. After all of that losing, I was ready to settle into a comp hotel room, do a little work, eat a comp dinner, I also received a, a very nice comp bet that's part of the motivation for losing it, for doing this, but I lost playing craps with that comp bet. I also received as a gift $10 in my cash, which is the My Choice Brands free tax-free imaginary money. So at least I got some free imaginary money to spend the next time we need to spend some. To this point, none of this had once again been a lot of fun. I'm thinking, okay, I'm making these trips, five casinos in... In 28 hours, almost every week, I'm spending Thursday and a chunk of Friday running through these casinos, and I love being in casinos, but I'm just not winning. The constant promotions make it all make sense on paper, but it's a lot of losing, and that's what's in my head in the moment, and then I caught fire. Tier two of the Meta Martingale at a blackjack table, and I win five days pay with lots of winning hands at my max bet of two and a half units. And two and a half units at tier two of the Meta Martingale is two and a half times two of where I start. So nice chunks of change, one there. Then a small loss back at tier one playing blackjack and then a win of two days pay still at tier one at the next blackjack table so that's a nice turnaround from what had had been really not a whole lot of fun the next day was actually the start of a new month was actually april 1st it's actually the young squire's birthday and i was ready to wrap things up and 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 get back home i've gotten smarter about those comp bets though particularly on an exit day i got up had a comp breakfast early, went down to the casino, bought in a roulette table for the $15 table minimum. I waited patiently for the pit boss to process my comp bet. I bet the table minimum plus the comp bet, bet it on black. The number was black. I took my winnings and I left. On the way home, I stopped at my local casino to play my free bet and to pick up a personal blender, and I kind of got the timing wrong. I was so efficient in getting out of the casino where I spent the night that I actually got to my local casino an hour too early to pick up the personal blender, and that was part of my logic for doing this on Friday was that Friday I had both the the comp parking, of course, but I had both the free bet and an opportunity to pick up a personal blender, so Since I'm not in a hurry, I decided to kill time and I put my free bet on the don't pass line at a craps table. And I won that bet. So I took a portion of that bet and made the table minimum bet $25 on the don't pass line. Every time I won, I added another $5 to the bet. I eventually won almost a day's pay before I finally lost a bet. Combined with the win in the morning on the comp bet, and i had won more than a day's pay and i'd only put $15 of my own money ever at risk on that first bet on the roulette table i finished up at the horse track for my free weekend slot play i didn't win much money with that free slot play but still that was a good day between the night before and and the day after you know we got what 3 days pay there in in profits I finished two weeks adding almost a week's pay in winnings to what had started out as a losing month. We've got a couple of other things to talk about first, including a question segment, which I'm going to do next. But we will sort out if March was a winning or a losing month at the end of the episode in the virtual VIP lounge. What? What? My sons ask questions about gambling and listeners ask questions about gambling. And this episode, friend of the podcast, Gwen313, sent a question. Actually, she sent two questions. I'm going to cover them both. Here is what she emailed. She says, Hi, TRG. It's Gwen313, your pop culture princess. Love the episode with Mrs. TRG's origin story. I'm wondering which of your strategies does she use when playing blackjack? Also, I feel like something is different the last couple of episodes. Did you change something or is it just me? I always look forward to new episodes. Thank you, Gwen313. No, no, no. Thank you, gwen you definitely are the podcast pop culture princess. No question about that. I am always happy to answer your questions and I'm always happen- happy to answer your questions for the squad. So, Mrs. TRG's uh, blackjack strategy. I would say that Mrs. TRG organically has kind of developed her own similar, uh, somewhat simpler, and definitely more conservative strategy than anything i do she has her own approach i've said before it's her own money she has a good job she does not need to be a robot betting the way i tell her to and playing the way i tell her to play I do sometimes in in downtime make some observations or some encouragements or or some things like that. But she is much more conservative than I am. Obviously, her buy-in is the same as mine. It's 10 units, whatever unit size she's going to play. Sometimes she plays the same as me. Sometimes she plays a smaller unit size, but always 10 units. She does keep a win stack separate from her play stack that's also something I do it's interesting I'm left-handed and so I usually put my win stack on the left and my play stack on the right and she's right-handed and does it exactly the opposite and it took me a while to sort that out and then I could understand what was going on with her stacks. She tends to use the win three in a row approach or lose three in a lo- in a row approach before she moves her bets up and she tends to move her bets up no more than about one and three quarters units she never usually gets all the way to two units and that is one thing i wish she would do a little bit differently and she uses about one third of her buy-in as her negative exit number so if if she buys in for 10 units and she uses loses four units a little more than a third if she loses four units she's probably done and taking her win stack with her as well So that's kind of her cutoff point. It's a little different than mine. But all of this is an excellent example of taking the core concepts, taking my wagering approach, taking my idea of you need to bet up as you start to win. You need to bet up if you've lost several hands in a row or something like that. So she's got both positive and uh, progressive and regressive uh, wagering ideas built into what she does. She's got positive and negative exit points built into what she does. All of that is right and proper and excellent and works. She's just found a way that she's more comfortable with. And I'm always happy and, 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 and love that idea. If you hear one of my systems, one of my wagering systems, and you think, yeah, that's fine, but I want to tweak this and tweak that, good for you. Wagering systems are like Legos. As long as you include all the right ideas it will still work for you. And it still works for my wife. In fact, sometimes there are times when I'm the loser at the table and she's the winner. So who am I to say that she's wrong? So that's the, the answer to the first question. Now, the next question was, what is different? Is something different? Something is different. Something is very, very different. And that is that I had to change things. I just had to change things up. When I started My process was to write the scripts. And yeah, sometimes I go off script a little bit. Sometimes I go off on a tangent. Every once in a while, T-Rex shoots me a note and it comes in at the right time or something like that. But my process was to basically write my script, then edit my script, then rehearse my script, then perform my script, and then the performance gets edited and then it gets published and it's sent out to all of you. And it's just too time consuming for where I am right now with what is going on in my life, grandchildren and work and family and the pandemic basically over for all practical purposes. There's just too many hours to go into that. And I've got too many ideas that I want to get out to all of you. And so I have gone to what I would guess I'd call semi scripted things with a lot of numbers the results piece which is a lot of facts and numbers the the the, the monthly breakdowns uh, also but anything involving a lot of numbers gets pretty tightly scripted anything else gets notes and bullet points and i'm just freestyling i did not write the answers to all these questions i copied and pasted the question I put a couple little notes and thoughts, and I've now filled the the five to seven minutes that I wanted to fill doing this answer to this question. So that is different. You are going to get more rambling. There is no question about that. You are going to probably get me repeating myself a little more. You're probably going to get some more ums and ahs and ands. Those aren't ideal. We try to edit some of those out on the back end but it is a process that I think I can keep up with. I've got stacks and stacks of notes of stuff. I want to talk to you about core concept stuff, that kind of stuff. I want to stop being as far behind as we are. I'd really kind of like to stop doing the two weeks of results because I think that gets a little repetitive and boring and lets me have less time to share some of my observations and things. So good take, Gwen. Good good, uh, good catch there. You You certainly noticed something that's very, very true it's a fluid process. It's a creative process. We will see what changes over time, but great questions. Gwen. always good to hear from you, always appreciate getting your emails. Thank you so much for writing in the battle plan says that a core concept segment is next. So let us go do that right now. All right, I hope you're familiar with the core concepts. I hope you understand that concepts is spelled with a K, not with a C. If you are not, there is a blog post on the website that talks through all of them in written form. There is a playlist on our YouTube page called Bootcamp. Camp is spelled with a K. I did a series of short 10 to 15 minute lessons that go through all the core concepts. Bootcamp is the fundamentals of good gambling in less than 90 minutes. Those resources are out there. I am not gonna go through all of the core concepts today. I wanna talk, however, about a very fundamental aspect of the core concepts about something that is essential to the core concepts even existing but first i want to talk about running a four minute mile i cannot run a four minute mile i have never been anywhere close to running a four minute mile i was an average athlete in high school i was a decent wrestler i was an okay football player i'm not a super fast runner i was a shot putter and a discus thrower on the track team but i'm familiar with the four minute mile because not that long Uh, before I was born, the first person ever ran a four-minute mile. What you may not know is that at the time this happened, many people thought it could not be done. And I know this because I remember my father telling me about it at a very young age because he was so amazed at something that happened. See, he grew up believing that no one could run a four-minute mile. In fact, he grew up thinking, as many people did, that it was very possible that the human heart would explode If someone actually managed to run that fast for that long, that was the belief system was that humans could not run a four-minute mile. And then in 1954, Roger Miller ran a four-minute mile. Since then, over 1,600 people have run a four-minute mile. And the reason they've done that is because they knew it could be done. They knew it was Possible to run a four-minute mile they knew how to run a four-minute mile they knew how to train to run a four-minute mile they knew it could be done and they went out and replicated it they just needed someone to go first they needed to know it could be done now most people will tell you that what I do is impossible that the game of casino gambling cannot be beaten. I have been called a fraud. I have been called a scam artist for even doing this podcast and suggesting that this is possible. So there are no no core concepts if I had accepted the established belief that you could not beat the game of casino gambling. I did not accept that idea. I believed I could beat the game of casino gambling, and I created... I didn't call them the core concepts at the point, but I created that process to find out and prove and beat the game of casino gambling because I didn't believe that it was impossible. I believed that it was something I could do. You cannot run a four-minute mile if you think it's impossible. You can't beat the game of casino gambling if you think it is unbeatable. I thought I could do it. Over time, I proved to myself I could do it. Eventually, I proved to my wife and my family that I could do it. I proved to Gabriel that I could do it. I proved to all of you that I could do it. And what happened? Other listeners went out and did what I had told them and shown them could be done. Virginia Casino Player Doug did it. ECE has done it. Uh, Equine Ensign has done it. And I'm sure a variety of other people I haven't talked to have done it. But I did not believe that the game was unbeatable, despite the math saying the house had a very small advantage. I believed I could do it. I proved it. And then I showed others how to do it. I started alone. I started alone with a theory. Now we know the game of casino gambling can be beaten. Others have followed me as I said and have done it. They've applied the same concepts. They've applied the same uh, casino wisdoms. And they get similar or better results. Humans can run a four-minute mile. The game of casino gambling can be beaten. I know at least 20 people who do it regularly and consistently, and some of them have their own ways of doing it that aren't the same as mine. They found their own ways to do this same thing. Hopefully, with the help of this podcast, others will be able to accomplish the same thing as well. Beating the game of casino gambling and running a four-minute mile have a lot of things in common, and the most important was... Someone deciding they could and would accomplish that thing. Okay, our final item for this episode is a visit to the Virtual VIP Lounge to go over the results for the month. Let's go do that next. A little bit of the bubbly. Welcome to the Virtual VIP Lounge, the most must-listen-to segment in casino gambling podcasting each and every episode. In this VIP Lounge, we have the best virtual everything, Virtually all the time, please help yourself to a virtual cocktail, anything at all, on me, help yourself. If you can, press pause, pour something that isn't virtual. Uh, We just finished brunch here, there is a little champagne left over, and I'm going to have a mimosa in front of me today, and I'm going to enjoy that as we have our conversation. We do this every month. We do this every month because the core concepts call for trying to win the month, not the table or the day. I suppose, based on what I just said, that we could all come to the belief that we can win every table and we could work on that and we could figure that out. If you have, obviously I want to know, but I don't believe personally, and maybe my belief is a limiting belief, I don't believe that I can win every single table. Sometimes it feels that way. When you get on one of those binges, it feels that way but the reality is you're not. You're not going to win every table and you're probably not going to win every single day, but you can win the month. I've shown that you can win the month and it's important to sit down at the end of the month. Maybe for you, it's a quarter. Maybe for you, it is a week, but you have to sit down. You have to go over your numbers. You have to go over what you've used to be accountable. You have to go over your results and you have to See if you've had a winning or a losing month, and you have to find adjustments and you have to find corrections. So that is why, or one of the reasons why, that's a better way to say that, that is one of the reasons why I take the time. I do it for my own benefit now that I know how beneficial it is, but I do it for all of your benefit as well. I do it in the name of accountability. I sit down, I go into my spreadsheet, which comes from my app, and I look at the numbers, and I sort through things. I often find some corrections and additions. I often find, you know, typos. I find little things like that. That uh, you know, I had an expense for uh, a dinner somewhere that was uh, well over a day's pay in the app. I got the decimal point wrong. It should have been a tenth of a day's pay, but I got the decimal wrong. It's a much bigger expense than it should have been. I break all of these down to as if I earned $1 a day, so that it makes it very, very easy for all of us. How much I won or lost does not matter. What matters is as a ratio to my regular job, a ratio to what I want to win when I go into a casino, that dollar amount is a day's pay. I take what really happened. I divide it down into a day's pay and that gives us a very relatable number. Take whatever your number is for your day's pay, multiply it by the number I'm going to give you and you can know exactly what this money would be if it was in your life added on to what else you have going on. Gives us a nice way to look at things, a nice way to compare things and it doesn't matter what level you gamble at or earn at or what I do in those areas as well. Finally, it is very important that you understand that I am not trying to brag and I am not trying to impress you. I know for a fact that there are people listening to this podcast that play at a much higher level than I do, get much better comps and gifts than I get, get much better everything than I get because they play at a higher level. I also know there are people that listen to this. There are Inner Circle members. There are Excelsior Brigade members that play at a much smaller level than I do. doesn't matter. That's irrelevant. And I'm not trying to impress any of you. There's nothing here to be impressed by. This is simply the results and I want you all to share them and I want you all to understand what happened last month because why would you trust me? Why would you trust me at all if I didn't share my results with you? It just wouldn't make any sense. Let me also remind you as we go into this that I spent 10 days at the beginning of this month losing and lost well over 10 days pay to start the month, an amount Mrs. TRG felt could not be made up and was perhaps a reason to just call it a month and stop. I chose to stay on plan. I chose to stay on brand. I chose to keep doing what I believed would work and let's find out what those final results were. Let's take a look at this. Let's see what we have in front of us here. Okay, as I said, don't forget, I started out by losing 10 days' pay, right? That was where we started right off the jump. We finished at tables having won $8.34 if I earned a dollar a day. So, We started out at minus 10. We finished at a little over plus eight. That's a swing of 18 days pay. That's a really, really nice comeback. That's a really, really nice table win number. That's a decent thing, right? Eight days pay, a little over eight days pay as cash money from tables. How did those tables break down? We had 81, wow. You can tell that I'm getting to go back and gamble almost every every business day now. 81 blackjack tables played. 33 were winning. 48 were losing. How about that? How nice is that? Look at that ratio. I lost way more tables than I won. And I still won plenty of cash. That's because I keep my positive exits and my negative exits correct. Do those right you can win with numbers like this. Craps tables, played 10 or played 20. Sorry, played 20, lost 10, won 10. Actually did lose a little bit of money, lost about a day's pay playing craps. Lost about a day's play playing craps and and won a little bit more than that um, on the blackjack side. So not perfect, but there was some playing around. There was some experiments at the beginning of the month. It took me a good part of last month and 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 then going forward to really sort out how i wanted to handle that so there was some gambling for education in that number as well we uh we got smacked playing slots we just absolutely got smacked playing slots despite other people's great outcomes i i got hit really hard uh three dollars and 72 cents lost on the dollar a day scale playing slots so almost four days pay pay lost in free slot play, we received one dollar and sixty-three cents, and used that to win one dollar and forty-six cents. So that winning is coming a little down, a little bit closer to, to to normality. There, we've had some good some good months on the free slot play. So not good. Slot play still a loser this month. Uh, loser by about uh, looks like about two point three. Yeah, about two dollars and uh two dollars and 30 cents ish of uh of losses on slots i'd really prefer for the dollars from free slot play to at least offset the uh the loss on slots. so that's less than great uh we played 38 slot machines we had 17 winners 21 losers yeah that's not gonna work it's just not gonna work 17 winners 21 losers unless we really hit something really really good and also keep in mind, it, it is the slot loss, and I'm not saying play to lose so that you can get some free stuff. That doesn't work. That's not what I'm saying. But that does keep the, the engine turning. That does keep the bicycle moving forward. That free slot, that that money lost playing slots those those 30 slot machines played or 38 slot machines played will keep the free slot play rolling in and and give us repeated opportunities going forward that is a kind of pay ourselves forward kind of situation there our expenses were $1.63 kept our expenses nice and low so our gambling profit and loss just the gambling part is $6.08 cash money one minus the the one dollar and63 cents of expenses giving us a profit and loss after expenses of four dollars and45 cents. Not bad. For and basic, call it four and a half days pay after expenses. Would have been nice if that slot loss was a little lower. Then again, I told you that every time I went to that MGM property, I couldn't win no matter what I did. So that's not bad. Given where the month started, uh, cash profit after expenses uh, equal to uh, a little over four, almost four and a half days pay. Take that a lot. That's really good. Let's work down through the rest of it then. Because we know we have a profit now. We know we have a cash profit. It is a profitable month. I believe that is the sixth profitable profitable month in a row we've been on a nice little run here we received three dollars and 58 cents in comps we received three cents in match bets we are just not going a lot of places with match bets and that's fine because we had three dollars and 68 cents over three and a half days pay in free bets and we had $1.02, almost an entire day's pay in gifts. And if you're sitting there and you're thinking, well, you know, TRG, that's really not a lot in gifts. That's really not very much in, in stuff. Okay, but that's one day's work. That's one day of Mrs. TRG going and teaching third grade that we would have had to do to go buy the gift cards and the bakeware and the personal blenders and the all that other stuff. And I realized we don't necessarily need or want all of that. We wouldn't necessarily have bought all of that. But a lot of that was gift cards. A lot of that was stuff that gets turned right around back into our lives. A lot of it was stuff that we lose use and some of the stuff that our children will use or our grandchildren eventually or other members of our family and some of it gets sold for cash and obviously we never get the full value out of it but some of it gets sold for cash so I don't hate that at all I feel like that's a great number at least for me personally when we total it all up when we take the money won, the money lost, the stuff received, the, the food enjoyed. When we take it all and, and wrap it all up, we end up with value into our lives on the $1 a day scale of $14.04. The equivalent into our lives in cash experiences, uh, hotel rooms, food of two weeks pay equal to one of Mrs. TRG's paychecks no because she gets paid for 10 days this is equal to uh almost three weeks pay in terms of actual days work she works five days a week this is 14.4 days it's the equivalent of almost 15 days of work for mrs trg as a teacher brought into our lives in value for us that is excellent so there we go casino combat works everybody it actually, it works. We've got multiple confirmations. All you have to do is believe it works, apply the principles and techniques, learn to have the discipline you need to learn. You will win most months. You will not win every month. The months you don't win will almost always be offset by the free comps and gifts you receive. So you will always win in that sense. Almost always. i Did we have one? Maybe we had one losing month where I spent a bunch of money for Mrs. TRG and I to do some stuff, and we expensed our way into a loss. But generally speaking, casino combat will work. You will win. And most of the time, you will have a cash profit after expenses. And that's a side hustle. That's a second job. That's extra spendable money. And it's a lot of fun. For me, at least, it is a lot more fun than delivering pizzas. So there's our results. Another winning month in the book. And that means I got to get right back to it again. In fact, you heard that before I actually got a chance to record this all for you and report it all out, I had already started the next the next month with a nice win on April 1st. So there we go. We're all set. Tip your waitresses. Tip your bartenders. Tip your dealers. If you have a host, tip your host. Don't tip away your wins. Remember your casino wisdoms. I have spoken. Everything you heard here is true from a certain point of view. It's time for leaving, and I hope you understand I was born a rambling man. Love it. Hate it. It don't matter. Please share with your family and friends. Goodbye, everyone.